Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for May 10th, 2020. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Well, second Sunday of May, Mother's Day. Uh, I remember that uh, my father, Reverend Gilme Kubose, wrote an essay that was in uh, his book, Everyday Suchness called The Greatest Gift to Mother. And he talks about this. He says, yeah, May 13th is Mother's Day. Now, I don't know what year this was, but it was May 13th was a Mother's Day. And he mentions uh, the greatness of motherhood, the untold debt of gratitude we owe our mothers. And... uh, he quotes from several Buddhist sutras that uh, uh, says, through the love of a kind father and merciful mother, men and women are all peaceful and happy. The love of father is higher than the mountain, and mother's love is deeper than the ocean. And then another sutra, he says, should there be no Buddha to serve, serve well your parents is to serve the Buddha well. So he's trying to uh, say that we, you know, of course we love our mothers every day, but it's nice to have one day set aside, you know, in their honor. And uh, we owe so much to the parents, but we treat it as a matter of course. More than that, we complain. And some people make their parents suffer. Ren Yoshonin, um, 16th century Jodo Shinshu priest, once said, when we become habituated, we do things with our feet, whereas we should do them reverently with our hands. Meaning that we shouldn't things for granted, but be very aware and watchful. Um, 
We should always do our best for our mothers. But what is our best? And he says, I believe that our best is to see to it that the mother has no cause to worry, that her expectations about us are fulfilled. Well, Confucius says we received our bodies from our parents. So if you take care of your body, don't harm it. That's the beginning of filial piety. And if you grow up and you become independent, pursue your life's work and leave one's name to posterity, that's the end of piety. And he goes on to say in the article, it doesn't matter whether our mothers are living or dead. Uh, you know, the greatest thing is to realize okay, they're concerned for us. And uh, he tells a story about Johnny's mother. <laughs> True story, he says. Uh, Mrs. Yamada, she always stood on the, in the cold porch, dark porch of her farm early in the morning in Central California when her son drove away in the vegetable truck delivering vegetables to the market. And she stood there till the truck lights disappeared on the distant highway. Seldom did she go back to bed after Johnny went to the market with the produce. As usual, one morning at 3 o'clock, Johnny and his mother had breakfast together, and he drove away in the truck. His mother saw him off, uh, as usual, from the back porch. Soon after he left, Johnny discovered he had forgotten an important paper. So he parked his truck, and he cut across the ranch on foot. As he approached the house, he noticed a dark figure in the corner of the porch near a window. He stopped and watched the figure for a few minutes. It didn't move. He gathered courage and approached the porch and said, Who's there? Then the reply came, Oh, is that you, Johnny? And Johnny came to his mother. She took his hand, and there was silence. After wiping away her tears, and the mother softly said, Johnny, this is not the first time for me to be standing here. Every morning I stand here long after your truck lights disappear. Hoping, and I hope that you'll be safe and not tempted by gamblers and drinking friends. Of course, I love you and trust you and have confidence in you, but I worry because there are a lot of temptations and it's easier to go down than up. And the mom was aware that lately Johnny had been drinking and gambling. But after this incident, Johnny became a different person and he stayed away from his drinking and gambling companions. Uh, on Mother's Day, those of us whose mothers have passed on, we recall the tender memories of her. We try to live the kind of life she taught us. And for those of us whose mothers are still with us, we take them out to dinner, we give them gifts, and try our best to make them happy. But among all, and this is the last sentence in the article, however, among all the gifts, comfort and assurance and fulfillment of mother's expectations are the greatest gifts we can offer her. Uh, it's said in uh, Japanese, uh, there's a word called on. It's O-N, but it's pronounced on. And it's usually translated as obligations. But my father always said that the word obligation sounds like 
you, know, you owe somebody something, and that's, you know, because you you sort of forced to have an obligation, whereas, you know, you want to pay back an obligation what you owe, you know. Uh, but he says that we have owned to our parents, we have owned to our community, we have owned to our country, okay, and all kinds of own or obligations. And Ren uh, Yoshonin uh, also said that gave advice to truth seekers on a, you know, on a, on a path. I said, well, this, your spiritual journey, the way you could walk that path successfully is to have an attitude that you have an unpayable debt. Uh, you know, you got a heavy weight on your back, unpayable debt. Uh, so uh, when we think about, well, when I think about my mom, of course, you think about a, she packed my lunch when I go to school. I had a, a paper sack lunch every day, go to school. And, of course, when she was concerned about something, she'd lecture me, and I'd have to sit there. Uh, and what she, could, what she could tell me in five minutes, it took her a half an hour. She kept repeating the same thing. But of course, this was all out of concern for me. And I know that I gave her cause for worry. And uh, when you're an adult and you look back on it, you say, gee whiz, you know, uh, sometime you might, you might even say, oh, forgive me. Or you know, I say, wow, I know you, I know you understand me though. I, I know you do. Okay and accept me. And so uh, there's a saying in uh, Buddhism, or it's in Japanese culture in general, sonomama. Sonomama means uh, the secular general meaning is uh, just as it is. It's okay, just as it is. Like maybe you might go to a store and and, and you buy something and the clerk says, well, you want me to wrap it up? And then the customer would say, no, 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 so no mama, you know, just the way it is, is okay. I'll just take it that way. Okay. Spiritual meaning of that is that um, uh, the Buddha says, hey, come as you are. Okay. Not as you like to be or put your, put your uh, front on, huh? But just as you are, with all your warts and <laughs> faults, you know, you you can sincerely self-introspect and reflect, okay, that we that the, our subjective reality is that we owe so much. Well, okay, let me introduce today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse, Peter Davilia. Uh, he's going to talk to us, and. He's part of our LM12 group. Uh, this Sunday, today is their last class. And they cover Remembering Sensei book, which is the book that uh, uh, the Kubose family put together when Reverend Gilme Kubose passed away. And um, uh, it tells about his, uh, 
biography of our father, how he became a minister and things like this. And uh, this is the last uh, book that we cover in the Bright Dawn Lay Ministry course. And of course, Bright Dawn is the translation of Kyome, which was my father's Dharma name given to him by his teacher. Kyome means Bright Dawn. So the Bright Dawn Center carrying on his work and uh, so here we go. Hello, my name is St. Peter Son and my Dharma glimpse for today is titled Adjust. And what does this mean? It means that we all have different schedules. We all have different commitments. So we simply have to adjust our meditation practice to our different schedules and commitments. Sometimes we will have lots of time in the morning to do a long meditation, a half hour meditation, a 20 minute meditation, even an hour long meditations. Other times we will not have this luxury. And because of this, we adjust. Perhaps we will just do a 10 minute meditation in the morning or even a seven minute meditation. Other times, we can do meditations throughout the day, small ones. Sometimes we'll have more time in the evening where we can do a longer meditation. The important thing is that we adjust and do a meditation every day or small ones several times throughout the day. Thank you. Namo Amidabu. Uh, <laughs> that's a short Dharma glimpse, but that's a good one. Uh, a lot of times we talk about the word accept. You know, uh, conditions come our way and we have to accept what life brings us. We don't know what's around the corner. Huh? And uh, we have to accept all kinds of things. Uh, and I think adjust is a, a little more uh, positive word, assertive word, active word, uh, rather than a more passive connotation of accept. Uh, so I like that word adjust. Okay, thing we have to adjust to changing conditions. Okay, we're going to get into all all kind of suffering and trouble if we if our things happen that we don't expect. You know, and we're unable to adjust. Sometimes I I say that the. Uh, uh, one of the conditions of uh, characteristics of enlightenment is mental flexibility. You know? uh, and of course, non-attachment is a, is a basic foundational teaching in Buddhism. We get attached to certain things and then <laughs> we, you know, life flows, reality is dynamic, and if we don't flow with it, uh, we get stagnant and, you know, or as one person put it, Okay, let go or be dragged. <laughs> so, um, I like that the connotation of adjust means, hey, you know, I could always ready to have some mental flexibility, changing reality. Okay, uh, I think there's a human tendency to say, well, I figured this out, or I know what to do, or then you get a set formula or equation about life and. Say, okay, this is, you know, 
when it's like that, okay, this then this is this is the, this is my this is the way to live, okay. But you can't have a philosophy of life or a teaching that it is appropriate in all kinds of situations. Not really, you know. And to really realize this, okay, that you, we can adjust and how to adjust, huh? You know, and of course we have the eightfold path. We have the parameters. Very pragmatic, practical. Uh, spiritual teacher was uh, Gautama Buddha. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.